suck, dude. Oh my god, here we go. I suck. Just just the worst. This guy <laughs> can't this guy oh can't my... five minutes. Oh my god. Go to a video game theme bar. Oh my and god. Get some video game theme beers for the boys. He's <laughs> gotta enough. just instead sit on a curb and eat ramen by himself. That was really fun, man. I enjoyed that night. That was the, my that was my favorite night of the whole my whole yeah, trip. You know what your favorite night would have been? Going to the video game bar. That would have been your favorite night. No, I don't think so. I had a really good night because I went for a nice walk. I walked like 3K down to the city from, from the ramen bar. And um, yeah, it was good, man. It was a nice. It was nice. It wasn't really hot. It was skies were blue. It was it was a nice night for a stroll. That's for sure. Edmonton was cute. Thank you for your hospitality, Edmonton. You're, you're welcome, first and foremost. Second off, that bar was a three-kilometer walk, I mean, brewery, from your hotel, so you could have just walked to there. Dude, my hotel, where I was staying, there was no sidewalks, bro. I had to Uber everywhere. Uber everywhere? Yeah, it was a five-minute Uber. You just said five-minute walk. <laughs> no, I didn't. I said three kilometers. Oh, Play man. it back. Okay. I don't know, man. I just I didn't have time to go. I'm, I apologize. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll make you chicken wings to make up for no, it. No, I'm sure that's a sincere apology. Wow. Well, welcome everybody to the Slice Podcast. Thanks, uh, man. Daniel, are you alive and well here? Yeah, I'm just letting you guys do your thing. You know. Okay. Cool. Well. You know, as is tradition, I will introduce us, as that's always what happens. Never. Um, We're keeping a new tradition here on the, <laughs> our, our nice season finale of uh, yeah, our isolation series. This is one. this is my last uh, quarantine podcast. I had a great idea for a name for quarantine podcast. Well, I, I guess that means I've never been on a quarantine podcast because I've never been in quarantine. Yeah, right? that's right. Well, Dude, I was on the so- isolation podcast. Yeah. Isolation, isolation, not not. Quarantine. No, but but Gabby wasn't on isolation either because he's always been going to work. So you, I've been working as well, Daniel. I've been the only person who hasn't really been going into work, like doing work, 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 work. But yeah, uh, now I'm going back to That'd work. Nice. Yep, tomorrow seven a.m. or today seven a.m. when this podcast comes out. Nice, man. To be listening to this podcast. That's when it'll be out at 7 a.m. Yeah. So by the time you've listened to this, I will have already been at work. That's incredible, dude. Congratulations, man. Thanks, guys. Thanks. I'm very excited. <laughs> Not really. That was... That was uh, uh, it'll be... Uh, well, it'll be stories to tell my grandkids some days. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 So you so, spent your time... In Edmonton, walking on non-sidewalks to destinations where you really didn't have anything to do. Well, I Ubered to the I Ubered it. to the ramen bar, um, thinking they were going to be dine-in because um, they were pretty much a lot of places were already open. So when I got there, I realized it wasn't dine-in. I I'm like, well, I just spent like money to Uber here. There was nothing around that I really wanted to eat, so. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to order ramen and eat it on the curbside. So that's what I did. And I don't regret it. You FaceTimed us when you were doing that, too. I did. Well, you and then Shane joined in later because fuck Shane. That's why. Oh, okay. <laughs> we were actually talking shit about Shane. And he happened to just jump on right after we finished our, uh, our shit yeah. talk. Yeah. We were ripping into Shane, yeah. Yeah. Uh, great. Yeah. That is true. And then I found Gabby all these breweries to go to, all within distance, all highly rated. <laughs> planned it all out for them. Oh, yeah. Said, yeah man, I'll go you planned for it sure. out. You planned it out for me. You just get, you just linked me breweries. How's that planning it for me? Uh, I looked at the distance. Via, you, you looked at what, what I was doing that day, and you like planned it and put it in my calendar. You planned it out for me, eh? Yeah. Yeah. I did. Cool, man. <laughs> I'm f- I'm an event planner now. Yeah, That's my second job. I'm happy my for you, buddy. Uh, but yeah. So, what else did you get up to in Edmonton besides eating ramen? Did you eat anything else that was okay? Um, most of the things I ate were through Skip or Uber Eats. Um, they were all right. The food is definitely better in Toronto, one hundred percent. 
So you didn't go out anywhere. You just ordered Uber Eats to your hotel room. The one night I went out was the one night where I FaceTimed you guys. That was like the one night I, I like I ventured around. I went for like a good like three kilometer walk from my ramen bar to like downtown Edmonton. Got myself some gelato. It was nice. And that's the only time that you went out. That was the only time I went out. Yeah. Wow, that is. Were you working from your hotel? I, I yeah. had to do some work as well, like throughout the day. Yeah, support because I was also supporting another market in Calgary remotely, so I didn't want to not be available. This guy, yeah, MVP. That's right. Well, you had some good food when you got home. I did. Yeah, my stomach is still. Up, yeah? My stomach is still. <laughs> hurting for it man like it's paying the price uh, my stomach i had mine today my stomach so hasn't fully recovered yet oh my god dude so daniel did you end up going to maddie matheson's me plus three i did not it was not open this weekend they were not taking orders this weekend oh but that was the plan was to go and, and have some maddie matheson meat homemade barbecue but uh it did not work out so instead i basically bought gabby the hottest chicken i could find it was good and uh apparently it was quite good <laughs> to yeah. the point where it uh it, it has been affecting gabby throughout the course of the day hmm. and now i'm happy well that's great man I'm, I'm glad you're able to bring him that the fire into his life like that it's great good thing to come home to yeah for sure it's- Right off the plane into the, uh, into the. <laughs> Are you alright, man? Yeah, I was just thinking about it. It sounds terrible. Like yeah. the, the pain that you were going through today just does not sound like it's worth the price of admission. I, I contemplated it for sure. I don't. I don't. I haven't fully evaluated if it was worth worth the price of admission. But when I was eating it, it was really nice. <laughs> See that's that's what I don't understand. At that point, is it just like a pride thing that you can eat something that spicy? Like, is that what you're doing? Is it is it more for like your spice manlyhood? Your no, spice I I thoroughly enjoy spicy food, man. But even when the next day it makes you like, well, I I that's the thing. I don't know if if it's fully from the 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 sandwich why I'm hurting so much. I ate a lot of shit later that day as well, like throughout the night because of certain certain activities that I, I, I part, part, partook in, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> He's training for uh, a championship eating contest. Um, no, no, no. I took, you know, I had, yeah, I had, I know, I had, I know I had myself saying. a lovely night. So yeah. I ate some, I ate like essentially a bag of Miss Vicky's, uh, the blue bag. Uh, <laughs> had myself best bag. the best bag hands down had myself uh, a late night hot dog before bed which probably wasn't <laughs> the smartest idea uh so there, there were other things that t- took place that could have also contributed to why my stomach isn't as great but, but you know as well as i know you can pretty much you pretty much have like an iron tummy for a lot of things like you could eat a lot and be fine whereas i eat a little and i'm like yeah no you're suffering. right but also like just to just to give you some context as my time in edmonton like i didn't eat the greatest there so i ate a week full of junk so i think just all that caught up to me and just really put me in a bad spot for my stomach, so it, yeah. we don't talk about my stomach anymore. But um, yeah, I'm still recovering. But the sandwich was great. the 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 buffalo bites you got were also really, really good. Not nearly as spicy, so Kara enjoyed those thoroughly. So they were really good. Uh, they have yeah. a little bit of a kick to them. Yeah, but not nearly like the sandwich, though, man. No, the sandwich. Has I would Carolina be able to eat that. The sandwich? No, the buffalo oh, bites, probably. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I would say so. Okay. I the, think the buffalo the, bites would affect you, but I, I don't think I don't think you'd be able to handle the sandwich. I think you'd be uncomfortable. No, well, definitely would. not. Definitely not. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna say that I would. I couldn't even smell the sandwich. I would probably start to sweat out of a lot of orifices. The ranch that comes with the buffalo bites is a nice, like, cooler. Yeah, the buttermilk. It's, it's nice yeah. and uh, sweet. Balances it out. Yeah. Balance out the yeah. So the buffalo bites were. Shout good out too. to Chica's Chicken. For uh, providing our uh, our food review on today's podcast, well, they, didn't, they didn't provide it. You provided it. You bought it. Yeah, they, well, they provided provide it, it to me, who then provided it to the podcast. 
after you spent money on it. It was not a sponsored review. So other than, other than that, my week was, I guess, pretty slow. I really didn't do anything. I just thought about playing Last of Us 2 the whole time I was there. And I played like three hours of it last night. So I can officially say, Ortega, I'm on day two of Seattle now. So Okay. Yeah. And how, how is it? How is it so far? How are you feeling about it? Um, I'm feeling pretty good. When you when you thought when you think you're gonna meet Tommy and something else happens was a pretty pleasant surprise. Um, that's all I'll say on that. I didn't want to. I don't. I mean, I guess Shane doesn't really care. I don't know. Yeah, but it's not for me. It's for the people who are listening out there who actually do care. Yeah, I guess. We'll give it another. We'll give it another week before we start opening um, up and. Yeah, da- Daniel has already given me the plot breakdown. I've already listened to what happens throughout the game. So if anyone could spoil it, I could spoil it for you. Oh, wow. You don't want to play it? No, I, I told Daniel just explain it to me. And it was equally as enthralling, the explanation. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, so. I'm excited for you. But yeah, next week we'll, we'll uh, we're going to do our spoiler cast potentially tonight uh, or tomorrow. And then we will pretty much openly talk about it, I guess, once you beat it. But you can start to give spoilers as you're playing it. I don't really have any uh, any uh, restrictions on that. I think two weeks is probably enough time to get to get this game um, beat if you haven't beat it already. Where would you say I'm at right now? Like halfway? Almost halfway? No, you're about a quarter of the way, maybe. A quarter <laughs> of the way? And I've, I've logged in already nine hours. Yeah, you probably... Well, you... Hmm. Maybe a third. Okay, maybe a third. I, I feel like I'm only a third. You're, you're jumping in into about twenty-five to thirty hours total. Okay, so for you're the campaign. About a third of the way there for the campaign. Yeah. They also announced this week that there will be no DLC. So what you what you see is what you get with the. Well, they didn't say they didn't necessarily say that there wouldn't be in the future. They said at this time they don't have any plans. Mm, yeah. I mean, Which, they could. I mean, something's probably coming. I bet you they'll have. Uh, I th- that's why I think they're not calling it DLC. They'll have like their own mini deal, like like whatever you want to call a mini expansion standalone game for the PS5 at some point. Yeah, the expanse alone. Expanse alone, yeah. <laughs> what, 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 are you, what do they call it? That's what I just copyrighted right now. I just yeah, I copyright. Expanse alone. Yeah. Um, Left behind. D- Daniel, what did uh, what did you get up to this week? Well, I beat Last of Us on Monday, which is when we recorded. It was just a couple of hours after, so I spent my week just kind of um, just palate cleansing from that game, given that it was a it was a pretty tough play. So. I started playing. I was pretty excited about the new Ratchet and Clank that was announced for PS5. So I started playing the 2016 reboot, which I hadn't played before, um, which is kind of a short, like 10, probably about a 10, 12 hour game. I'm just getting toward the end of it right now. Wow. Um, Good for you. So playing that, playing that as my palate cleanser before I jump back in and try to plat The Last of Us. So uh, I've been having a lot of fun with that and then just kind of working and. Yeah, not really much this week. Went out for a couple hikes, uh, watched some of the new Ghibli movies, or not new Ghibli movies, but just watched some of the Ghibli movies that uh, started streaming on Netflix in Canada this week, which is pretty exciting. So watched Howl's Moving Castle last night. Um, probably watch Ponyo tonight or or potentially Spirited Away. I haven't Spirited Away! Um, and then there's a ton of other uh, movies that, that I haven't actually seen from Ghibli that are probably more recent since like 2007, 2008. It's probably about four or five. I want to watch from that. I didn't realize how like acclaimed their whole catalog is. There's really only one movie that, that, that has a poor critical reception from studio Ghibli. Everything else is pretty much like 90 plus on, on, uh, on, on Rotten Tomatoes and 80 plus on Metacritic. So That's good. I'm really excited to kind of go back and watch them as an adult. Cause a lot of them I saw as a kid when they were first brought over via Disney, um, so I'm excited to see like and watch some of the more adult themes. How Howl's Moving Castle definitely has some of those that I wouldn't have picked up on as a kid. So um yeah, I'm I'm pretty stoked to watch all of them. And then I was just kind of going through and like cleaning out a bunch of my like 
backlog of crap on all my streaming services, like stuff that I know that I'm never going to get to or just aren't nearly as enticing anymore now that I know that there's better content out there. Um, so I'll, I'll probably be continuing to do that and then watching things here and there, little like documentaries and stuff like that in between. And then I haven't really decided what I'm going to play next. Ratchet and Clank is, is my last like queued up game. So I might, I might, uh, take a little bit of a break before Tsushima, but I also may just, uh, try to start something quickly before that comes out in three weeks, two weeks, three weeks, three weeks, two weeks. Oh my God. It's out in two weeks. I'm excited for that game. I'm excited for that game. I need to dive. I need to invest my life in something right now. I hope you like it, Shane, because a lot of those games, like you play for like a good maybe two, three days, and then you just stop. Well, not those games. Those games I play for maybe three weeks. Like I'll invest like twenty plus hours in it and then stop playing them because it just gets too much. Like I I beat Far Cry Four. You did? Yeah, dude. No. Yeah. You didn't beat it. Yeah, I'm ninety percent sure I beat it. Otherwise, I invested a Far shit. Far Cry Five. You talking about five? Yeah, Far Cry Five. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think you. I don't think you beat it, buddy. I played the shit out of that game, though. I put at least twenty something hours into that game. See, but that that's not a lot of hours in a game, man. That's, that's to be honest. That is a lot of hours to put into a game. It's not a lot of hours by like a completionist standpoint. But I've never been a completionist. The so. estimate for Ghost of Tsushima is, uh, depending on, I guess, how you play it, it could be 30, 40, or 50 plus hours. So it sounds like it's going to probably be between 30 and 60 hours, depending on whether you do all the optional quests and um, and optional activities. So to give yeah. you kind of a sense, I guess, you'll probably power through the... I imagine you'll you'll get at least halfway through the campaign before giving up, but I really hope that you see it through. Yeah, I definitely will get halfway. Oh, I also beat... Um... I beat uh, what you call it, God of War. Nice, dude. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I. Yeah, but I, you never ended up beating it. Yeah, you never beat God of War. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to it and play it. Fucking Still Judas. Don't beat Jedi Fallen Order either. Oh my god, here we go. This, guy, this guy's a you Judas gotta, man. You got to work backwards, man. You here really got to beat go. Jedi Fallen Order. Here we go. Here we go with what, man? Those here are we all go. great games. Here we, I know that you'd love them. I just want here you to we beat go. Them. That's all I got to say, man. Here we go. <laughs> um, what like when you say Daniel that you had movies that, or content that you were just not going to get to? Do you mean like you were clearing like your like up next queue and stuff like that, or or on? Yeah, like my list on on Netflix and on Hulu and on uh, Crave and basically every service. Just looking at stuff that I had like cataloged and like added over time, but didn't necessarily necessarily feel like I was actually going to get to it or I wasn't really interested in it. Um, so you, you removed it from like your watch queue? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So did some purging. Yeah, I had too much. Like there's, there's a bunch of shows, I guess, that I probably had added to my list when Netflix or Crave first came out. And I look at them now and I'm like, yeah, I really don't have any genuine interest in watching um, that movie or that, that series now that there's better stuff on the platform. So just to set it, decided to cut it out. That's fair. I um, yeah. I I think there's one major thing that you missed this week, Daniel. What was I'm that? Gonna, I'm going to give you a second to try and redeem yourself. In terms of video oh, games? That? No, just in terms of what he did. Oh, you guys played catch. Yeah, Daniel. Yeah, we played catch. I was thinking that, but like, <laughs> not that major. Obviously, we're taking a good time. Yeah. It's the first time we've played in quite a while. Yeah, that was exciting. First time since last year, man. Shane got his first baseball glove today. It's, this week too, it's the first today. time since uh, Oshiega. We didn't play catch at Oshiega. Yeah, you guys did. We played on the way back. On the way uh, there, on too. Stop. On the way there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. By the Tim Hortons. Yeah. And then I was scared we were going to get ticks because the ball yeah. went in the bush. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. You got dicks instead, but wow, uh, <laughs> wow, that's great. Uh, it was really unexpected. And then, well, I went to your house twice this week, Daniel. We got Maker's Pizza. We did. I really, per- I, I went crazy on food this week. I've got Chica's chicken in the kitchen. <laughs> I've got Maker Pizza. I've got a sub for Maker Pizza. I still got leftover food from last week, so it's going to be a, a good couple of days at at a, at my place in terms of eating. We had some beer. Yeah, some really some good, good beer. beer yeah. yeah, some really good beer. 
yeah. Blood Brothers released that new one. That was really good. Um, Razzle Dazzle. Yeah, Razzle Dazzle. Uh, but shout out to Paul for providing the Maker's Pizza. Treated us. Friend of the podcast, Paul. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, and had a couple cigars, which was nice, as per usual. But this week... Walked around, got some ice cream, or yeah, at least tried oh, to. Yeah, I tried to get some ice cream. Everywhere was closed. It's too late. Late bloomers. But um, yeah, that was good. That was fun. Did that. Um, otherwise, I've been doing the same sort of thing that you were doing, Daniel, going back and watching a bunch of different things. Um, I restarted uh, Workaholics. Uh, I'm already almost done the second season. It's only 10 episodes a season. It's, it's, honestly, it's I think it's one of my favorite comedies of all time. It's such a great show, yeah. It's so friggin' good. Like, it's so good. And, like, what made me want to watch Workaholics again was the whole Chris Delia scandal about how he was, like, luring like young people and then in that show in the first season he plays like a guy who's trying to lure uh, young boys off of a justin bieber forum uh so going back and watching that episode like was really uh was really interesting with the like the uh everything that had changed with him and like how much of a scumbag Mm -hmm. he really is so that was interesting so i watched that um i ended up watching a couple 30 for 30s as well this week, I watched uh, the Lance Armstrong one, which I would strongly recommend. Mm-hmm. It's really, really interesting. I strongly recommend. Uh, ha, ha, ha. Good one. Uh, yeah, I would definitely. Yeah, were you there? Did you hear my joke? No, he's, su- he's suffering I heard it. from the cheekest chicken. I heard it. I thought it was okay. Probably like a four out of ten. I just oh. need you to acknowledge it. I need you to like it. But continue. <laughs> uh I also watched the uh, the Mark McGuire Sammy Sosa documentary after we talked about it. Long Gone Summer. How did you feel about it? Oh, it was great. Okay. It was, really, it was really, 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 really good. Like a lot of people really didn't like it because of uh, they don't really acknowledge and address the uh, the steroids. They just talk about them hitting a, an immense amount of home runs. But I honestly could care less. It was such a fun summer. But to, they do talk about the steroids. Alive. They do at the end, but they like they kind of don't address it head on. They start with like Barry Bonds and start talking about it in kind yeah. of a roundabout way. But then um, they ask Mark McGuire, like, do you think he would have been able to hit those home runs without the performance enhancing drugs? And he's like, do I think think I would have hit 70? Maybe not, but could I have hit 62? I think I could have hit 62 still. And then Sammy Sosa is just like, I'm a happy man. I love God. Like... <laughs> He like, just doesn't address it head on at all. all. At Whatsoever. All. So good. You said Sammy so, Tosa? Yeah. Yeah. He oh, just man. completely skirts around it. That guy's a, have that my guy's family. a joke now, man. I have, yeah. He's uh I didn't realize how the MLB and he do not have a relationship with one another at all whatsoever. Yeah. Like he hasn't been back to to Wrigley. In 10 years, I think since his retirement, he hasn't gone back to Wrigley. He's not really welcome there. He still adamantly, I don't want to say adamantly denies taking steroids, but when he's questioned about it, he definitely does not uh, give a straight answer. He he seems to deflect a lot and really just say, you know, everybody was doing it. Yeah. So why target me and all this kind of stuff? So, I mean, uh-huh. there's no way he's keeping up with McGuire's pace if he's not on steroids. So, um. Yeah, it was interesting to watch. It's also a lot more Mark McGuire focused than it was uh, Sosa, but yeah. I don't know how much of that is because Sosa just wasn't willing to open up. Yeah. Um, so I, but I do definitely recommend watching the Lance Armstrong Thirty for Thirty. Um, okay. It's it's really great. I really enjoyed it. Can um, I give you? Can I suggest one to you if you haven't yeah. watched it yet? Watch yeah. the Magic Johnson one. Okay, I'll watch that as well. I'll put that on my watch list for this week. I'll watch it. All right. Um, I also watched a one of Kara's recommendations on Twitter. A thirty uh, for thirty? No, not a thirty for thirty. Oh. <laughs> a, a documentary um, on Netflix. I believe it was called Declared. Declared. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me just double check that. That's what it was called. Was it? Yeah, sure. it is. Yeah, it is. So, yeah. It's it was really good. Um, it's basically about uh, the representation of trans men and women in culture or uh, in media. Sorry. Uh, and like how since basically the invention of film 
the way that trans people have been portrayed and like what reactions are is kind of defined what society's reaction to people who are transitioning or people who have transitioned is. And it was just a really interesting, like eye-opening look at like so many different moments in cinema and television where the reaction to like having somebody who's transitioned or somebody who is transitioning or someone who's like cross-dressing or in drag in a movie has completely mirrored how society reacts to it. And it's because most people in society don't necessarily have interaction with people who have transitioned. So they're... It's called like, disclosure, sorry. Disclosure, not a, yeah, okay. not declared. Disclosure, yeah, thank you. Um, and it basically talks about like how you then base like your knowledge base and like how you should react and act and see and, and everything based off what you see on television or, or film, which is, you know, completely different than, than what it should be. So it was a very, very interesting watch and very relevant to the times right now. So it was good. Cool. I, I watched that. Yeah. Um, I also watched this documentary called tread T R E A D. And it was about, um, this guy, I don't know if you guys remember this, but it was big news back in the day. This guy in Colorado basically built a bulldozer uh, with like a, a thick ass metal exterior on it and filled it with cement and basically drove around Colorado demolishing buildings of people who he felt wronged him. So it basically he recorded tapes um, talking about why he was doing it and everything like that. So it's those tapes along with like people who, who he knew and like the people who he was targeting um, all built into this documentary with there's some like reenactments and stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. um, it was, it was pretty interesting. It was pretty crazy as well. It was pretty, pretty wild as that's one of my new sayings wild. Um, Speaking of things that are coming up also, we're going to watch something on Friday. Hamilton this week. Yeah. Super excited for that. Hamilton watch party. Yeah. Are you guys are you guys so, coming over on Friday? Yes, absolutely, hundred percent. You coming over, Ortega? I can come over on Friday. Yeah. Nice. Let's get it. Carol, Carol's like super pumped for that man. I'm super pumped, man. Yeah. I can't wait for for, for it, man. I, we're gonna watch it back to back. I could almost guarantee it. it'll be like Shea and Babs with the Avengers. Was this a theoretical release? Was this released in, in theaters or no? It was supposed theatrical, to. theatrical. It was supposed to be released, and then uh, it it went direct to Disney Plus. I think it was only going to get a limited run for a little bit. Okay, so it was supposed to hit theaters, but because of coronavirus, it it's going straight to digital. I believe so. Yes. I don't. I don't know that if that's true. I'm okay. not sure. Well, one one of you guys are right. One of you guys are wrong. So, as far as I understand, it was never supposed. To, like they had recorded it, and they were planning on releasing it. But there was no confirmation of which way it was supposed to go, and then they announced the deal of it streaming on Disney Plus. Got it. Okay. Cool. No, I'm excited. So you guys haven't seen this either yet, right? I've I've seen a Broadway bootleg with the original cast, but I've never seen an actual like. So, this, so this is the original cast. This is original cast. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It was initially supposed to be uh, released on October 15th of 2021. That was the theatrical release. And then it was moved to July 3rd uh, on May 12th. So, yeah, it was supposed to originally hit theaters, but not for a while. Yeah. So, um, but they, In the Heights was supposed to come out soon, I think, as well, which is uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda's um, like first thing that really put them on the map uh, when it comes to musicals. They're coming out with a. Uh, a theatrical version of that, like an actual film version that's coming out next year as well. Cool. So, yeah, that's a huge jump. My God, it was, it wasn't supposed to be until October of next year. Yeah. And it got moved up a year and a half. That's awesome. We <laughs> wouldn't have been watching it anytime soon. Damn. I, th- I think once they closed down Broadway and like the whole, imagine dude, we're so lucky that we got to see it like, right before, right before they yeah. closed everything. Literally, like, five days later, they canceled all the shows. Yeah, that's wild, yeah, right? It's so, so wild, dude. It's, it's completely so, wild. It's so wild, man. It's like the Wild Boys, dude. It's like Steve-O, you know? Yeah, yeah. We got some um, We got some exciting stuff happening soon-ish. Not necessarily, like, next week, but um, 
the major sports leagues seem to be on their on their way back. Yeah, I mean, despite some chaotic chaotic happenings in Florida right now. Oh, everybody's buddy. getting COVID, man. Yeah. yeah, the Jays are on their way back to Toronto. It seems um, for the season now that the MLB have reached an agreement finally. So it looks like opening day is going to be on the twenty third or twenty fourth. So it is, so what's the MLB doing? Sixty games. That's basically it. And they're in the in the Skydope. As far as yeah, I mean, there hasn't really been a formal announcement, but it sounds like the Jays are on the way home to do summer camp, and then um, no fans. I'm assuming. I, I I doubt that they're going to be doing any fans anytime soon, especially if teams are based out of Florida. Like, they're, I mean, nobody shows up to Tampa Bay Devil Rays games, anyways. But like, it's 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 a it's a bad situation down there. Even Arizona, a bunch of southern states are getting hit pretty hard right now. Texas and Carol, California. So you got three states. You've got the Rays, you've got the Rangers, you've got the Astros, you've got the Angels, you've got the Athletics, Dodgers, and Giants. So you've got seven teams that are based out of the three states that are being hit the hardest right now by COVID. I, I can't see them playing locally, or, or if they do play locally, there's no way they're playing with fans at all. Um, so... We'll see. I, I still have doubts that the season's even going to happen, even though they've agreed to terms. I think um, there's going to be some health concerns. They've, they've had to evacuate a couple of, of uh, summer camps already in the first week for people testing positive. I know the Rockies had three or four players test positive. The Jays did. The Phillies did. Um, and they had to shut down their camps for a couple of days. So who knows, man? Like There hasn't really been a lot of NHL news other than Austin Matthews uh, uh, testing positive. Um, the NBA seems to be probably the best setup for it right now, just given that they've already got their their teams back in Florida and, and prepping to go. They've got yeah. schedules set and everything, so yeah, a they're probably the closest. Um, the Raptors they, have yeah. like the second hardest schedule. Yeah, go are figure. They, are they putting like a dome on the area? Like, how's it working? They can't leave the premises. Like, it's going to be just they're they're in that area. I like, think they're in a bubble. They can leave, but they're like subject to like some serious like fines and stuff like that. I believe. Yeah. Because yeah. like, what the craziest thing is, Florida is obviously the worst place that is yeah, getting hit right now for sure. And that's where like all these leagues are running out of Florida. What is going on? <laughs> yeah. Well, they haven't started to run yet, but they plan on it, right? So, yeah, Florida is a mess for sure. Well, like, dude, dude Florida has 141,000 confirmed cases right yeah. now. Well, they reported just shy of 9,000 in one day, like, what, a couple days ago? They're, they were almost at 10,000 today. That's insane. Yeah. What yeah. was it? So I, it I think I read – I don't know if it's – was true or not, but I read something somewhere that it was like the United States announced more new cases than all of Europe did. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. A lot of bloaters and clickers are going to be coming out of Florida. <laughs> Fuck, man. They already are. They're riding oh their golf carts. God. Love all the listeners in Florida. Yeah. All three of you. Yeah. Potentially. Potentially. Um, no, I messaged my friend safe. who lives in Florida and was like, dear God, for the love of God, can you leave that state? Like, can you <laughs> just come seek? Home. Yeah. Well, they, they, they live there. They live I in know. Miami. Well, like he can still come home here. Right. So, yeah. So my sister uh, lives down Mr. there. Mr. Moon, too, come home. Out. <laughs> Timmy. <laughs> what was that, Daniel? Well, your sister? My sister lives in Florida as well. Yeah. And they've been out and about. They haven't really been as. Uh, oh, wow. As cognizant of it that they should be, they have obviously my nephew lives there. I always I forget you have you have family in Florida. Siblings, yeah. <laughs> I always forget, dude. I always do. Oh man, it's I... funny because it's like a rotating cast of people that forget. I'm pretty sure Shane forgot earlier because you called me an uncle, and then Shane was like, "You don't have siblings." And then realized <laughs> that he did, and then Gabby was the one that corrected you. So yeah, just gotta I, get used to it. I will yeah. never confirm nor deny that. No, no, that's cool. Uh, so, and yeah. just, just to verify, just really quick, unrelated to anything, but uh, I finished 85% of Far Cry. Yeah, so see? I told you. I not, knew you didn't not, beat it, bro. Not the full 100. <laughs> you beat the story, though. You beat no, the campaign. No, he didn't right? beat the story. No, he didn't. I know for a fact oh. he didn't. 
it. I, I that's dude. I'm all I'm all Swedish and no finish. I guess, man. I like play so much of it and just never really finish the game. You're all Nylander, bro. Like you gotta start beating some games, man. Those but, are so, like you feel like you get no payoff in any of those games because you just hit just a block and then you don't actually. I mean, know how I, it ends. I am ranked number one in friends as far as fish caught according to my Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> so nice, suck dude. it. That's great. Yeah. So that's great. Uh, you know, no big deal. No. Well, let's hope. Go ahead. No, you, you it's fine. I was just gonna say, let's hope sports get back, man. Because I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I've played as many video games as I have the last little bit. But like, I'm definitely ready to watch some live sports again. And yeah. I hope it's, it's under healthy circumstances. But I like, agree. having seen Liverpool just won the 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 Premier League for the first time in their history, um, it's just pretty exciting. Like, I'm sure Europe is pretty excited to have have uh, football back. And then for the rest of us, like. I want to see how the Raptors finish their year, man. They were having such a good year. The Leafs. They won in the finals, like, buddy. I hope so, man. It Let's seems like they're probably best set up to go, right? We're going back to back. That's it. That's so it. we'll see what happens. We can have a parade in your living room, Gabby. I can't wait. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we'll see what happens. And then uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, I think the NHL is slated to get started on July 12th. So even sooner than when Sushima comes out. Did you guys um just really quick? Did you guys watch the any of the um, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven footage that they released this? Yeah, I, I watched crazy. a little bit of it because yeah, I was at work during the time. It looks really good. You could yeah. choose different kinds of penises and vaginas. Well, and... Shane is totally not going to play that game. I totally am going to play. He'll play three hours. I'll play three hours. <laughs> For the record, again, I just looked it up. Far Cry 5, I played 30 hours of that game and finished 85% of it. I'm so happy for you, buddy. So, And I finished 45% of Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, that game was great. Yeah, 45%. And I played 2,241 minutes, which is uh, in minutes... In hours is one <laughs> one day thirteen hours and twenty one minutes. Ortega, you should play that hours. next, dude. You should you should beat Red Dead, man. I really I started it and I really never got far yeah, into it. Yeah, it, it was great. I'm you, at least I'm consistent. I put in around thirty five to forty hours. I put in a work work week into yeah, the game. You, and you understand, Gabby's telling me to play it because he thinks that I'll really really enjoy it. I know you'll really really to play it because I don't actually beat things. <laughs> it's a little bit different. Yeah, but I play enough of the game to get my money's worth and understand what's going on. I'm like a mix of both of you guys. You're somewhere in between. I'm somewhere in between, yeah. But I'm going to recommit. I got to I'm going to I'm I'm for sure beating Last of Us 2. Like I'm and I'm fully invested. I you can't not beat it. Like, what's the point in playing it if you're not going to beat the game? One hundred percent. That's why I never started it. See, smart. Figured oh. it out. Oh. Why don't you just commit to beating it? That's also a way to go about this whole. Thing. I, I, he I needs to, he needs to, to play the it. original first. Yeah. Which is totally doable. That's 16, 17 hours of a story. It's not that bad. Just play on story mode or like the easiest mode just to fly through. Yeah, it. just for the story. Um, I did play three days and twenty hours worth of uh, Destiny Two, though. So I'm like going through to prove how much I've played these games to see if there's a trend. Well, the games, the games that you play the most are the games that have multiplayer aspects to it. Yeah, hundred percent. Because I like to play with my boys, Ferda. <laughs> That's why I would have went to that brewery, Ferda. Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm sorry, I, I disappointed you there, buddy. Yeah, you know, I'm only mildly disappointed. So it just makes it better. So when we all go together to Edmonton, Alberta, I'm, I'm never ever going to Edmonton, Alberta as like a trip. That's a weird place to go. We'll do the West Coast, man. You know, we'll do the nice West Coast trip with Alberta boys, and then we'll hit up at different spots, and then you know, we'll have fun, Alberta. You don't know where you'll end up, man. Yeah, Alberta. Presumptuous. Uh, well, I mean, that's true. On a video game note, we got a pretty cool uh, Halo teaser that got me all pumped up. Oh yeah, yeah. Gabby was vibrating through his phone. I it made feel me the energy. It made me uh, look up like old trailers and just old like uh, 
Halo moments, and I just got really like nostalgic. It was good. I'm. You I'm, seem to have known who the banished were, but there is—is is that extended lore? Is that it's they're really, from the Halo Wars? Yeah, Halo Wars. Yeah, one and so, two. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna end up playing Halo Wars too. Because it's, it's on, on, Game, on Game Pass. Pass. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's an RTS, though, right? It's an RTS. Yep. Yeah. You should play it, Shane. Play it, dude. Yeah, I'll put I'll put thirty hours into it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm like super pumped for the for the Halo reveal. I'm like fucking screaming from my panties. Uh they said it was going to be a late July, by the way. The the stream? Yeah, they they said it the Xbox event was a good Did be they? Really Are you like can yeah. you like pull up a source or you just Yeah, I'll pull it say, up right now. No, I'll pull <laughs> it up right now. No, I don't want to wait another month, man. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, players can also pet cats in Cyberpunk 2077. Just so you guys know, dude, I didn't know there. Was, I didn't know there was no. driving. It looked so fucking good. It looked so good. The scene where he's robbing the the bartender looked just like the animation looks awesome. Yeah, it's hard to believe that's going to be on current gen. I know, right? Yeah. Um. So the the source that I have is uh, the writer and en- editor for Windows Central and Windows Central Gaming Tweets. Um, and he says, uh, don't expect, what is it? Don't expect, a con- don't expect the Xbox event in early July, BTW. Damn, man. Could be mid. Let's hope for mid-July. Yeah. I read something funny the other day, which was about how uh, Phil Spencer feels pretty good about his lineup after watching the Sony event, but then Somebody cataloged what Phil Spencer has said at every E3 since 2013, and it's like more or less the exact same thing. And every single one of those presentations was disappointing in some regard. I know that that probably won't be the case this time because they have the studios to be able to support it. But I just found it quite funny that like it's been that long that we've been hoping that Sony or sorry that Microsoft would deliver on a on a big convention or on a big stage, and they've just kind of fall fallen over their own feet like over and over and over again for the last six years. So yeah, yeah, um, it's exciting. I'm hoping that that they have some stuff to show out and show up. But uh, but yeah, hopefully soon. Shane? It's already July this week, so like it's yeah, not really that far off. I know. It's just like if it's if it's like the latter half of July, it's like I don't. I just want to see it. You know, let's give me it. Put it in my blood. But as if just, we could pre-order when we finally uh, do see it. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Are you getting the all digital version for the for PlayStation, Ortega? No, I'll be getting discs. I have too many discs for my PS4 to to not uh, to not continue with discs. Yeah. Oh, I'm teetering more and more toward digital. I just there's certain things like I look at like The Last of Us that I just bought and it's a beautiful. See, Ali like, collector's edition. Ali waited like a week to get his. His uh, shipment of uh, The Last of Us, the one with the big-ass statue. Really? Yeah, dude. I felt so bad. That sucks. I got two on on launch day. I went and picked up mine from EB, and I got one shipped from online that I sold to another friend. So I uh, I was good to go. That's great, man. Yeah, because oftentimes you get get gypped from the shipment. It waits, yeah, because it's usually on Friday for big releases. So if you miss the Friday, you won't get it until at least the Monday. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there's still some stuff to look forward to coming up. So you got uh, Ubisoft is is showing their stuff off on July 12th. They've been a pretty big conference, so we're still gonna get some stuff this month, even if if uh, Xbox is until the end of the month. But I'm just looking at the Summer Game Fest website right now. Yeah. And it says. Xbox event, Ubisoft forward, and then more stuff to be announced. So I wonder if we get some stuff that's impromptu the way that we have uh, over the course of the last couple of months. Because we got a pretty decent reveal in in June. We got Destiny, we got PlayStation Five, we got uh, the PC Game Show was was another one that we kind of we didn't really talk about it because I don't think any of us are really in that realm. But EA Play, um, and then last month we had you know the Unreal Five Engine, Tony Hawk. Ghost of Tsushima got a big state of play. So we've gotten a pretty healthy amount of stuff staggered over the last yeah. you know, five, six weeks, I'd say. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So we'll see what's we'll see what's coming. We've only got a a couple weeks to wait at the very most for one big event. Let's hope that uh, that Microsoft swoops in and gives us a date sooner rather than later, and then hopefully we can pre-order. Finally, lock down this console that we've uh, we've been seeing since December. Oh yeah, rest in peace, Microsoft stores. By the way, it's as well, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all they all, but no layoffs, which is crazy. They what do all mean, moved. No layoffs? What do they, they all didn't move? Lay, they all moved to online support. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. They were all given the option to move to online support, so they that's announced no layoffs. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Good for them. But another big brand announcement this week was that uh, Kanye and the Gap are working together. Oh uh, yeah, I thought that was fake Kanye for a second because I was like half asleep when I first saw it. I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck?" And then I'm like, I asked Karen, I'll just randomly today. I'm like, "Is is the Gap Kanye uh, partnership like real?" And she's like, "Yeah." I'm like. Huh. I'm like, okay, cool. Do you guys think it's gonna be mass produced? It yeah. is, yeah. It'll be like it'll be limited, but still it'll be in like I think they'll still do limited run, but or no, they what did they say? They said that they were their idea was to do essentials that were produced like stylish at affordable prices. Yeah, I mean Kanye's kind of vision, I guess, even when he started like with Adidas, he just was talking about like trying to get brands that would give him the infrastructure to do what he wanted to do. But I think his goal has always been mass production, get as much as you can into people's hands. Um, but obviously, that's not always easy to do when you don't have your company's buy-in or they're trying to control stock. But over the last couple of years, like Kanye's clothing himself has has become a little bit more affordable. I don't say affordable because it's still expensive, but it's become a little bit more affordable. And then Yeezys are available pretty widely now like you can usually get them without having to spend uh, much time or effort getting into to trying to get them so I think he's finally realizing his vision from five or six years ago when he first started kind of embarking on trying to get you know partnerships and distribution and he used to work at the Gap ironically and has a song about the Gap on his uh, debut album Spaceship for all of you longtime Kanye fans I used to um, work at the Gap that's exactly you, really? you know the as soon as I heard that Kanye was partnering with the Gap I was like Gabby that's immediately what came to mind was you. Gabby? I I used to shop Gabby. at the Gap all the time. All the time. Yeah, I yeah. still remember that. Like I remember you go, you got those pants. You're like, man, I love these pants. I got them at the Gap. <laughs> yeah. They're fucking like joggers. You're so like so proud of them. Yeah, dude. I used to rock my fifty percent discount at the Gap all the time. It was great. I'm gonna miss it when the Condé shut drops. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be hyped for the first little bit, but if they get into essentials like teas and stuff like that, it's going to be widely available. Well, that's the thing. It's like, it's easy brand, but it's not Kanye designed, right? So he hired somebody from, uh, from another brand. I don't remember what the exact announcement was, but he was onboarding some other folks to, to, to basically do the creative work for his brand, but his name will be on all of it. Yeah. It'll be easy still, but it like, you know what I mean? Where, I think it's interesting because I think when people think Yeezys, they think that Kanye is still like designing them and coming out with them. And this is something where it's like the Gap collection is done by Yeezy brand, but there's a designer who's in charge of it, the creative director. Um, he seems who, like the kind of person that would still want to be involved. He may just not be, you know, sitting down and refining, but I think he'll have that that presence. He does. He's never, even in his own music, hasn't really let. Uh, his control go or his creative control go and his whole thing was he was advocating to try to be able to do the things that he wanted to do so I'll like I agree I think it'll be less hands-on than it's been in the past because he's got his hands in so many different pots now but I still think there will be a distinctive like Kanye stamp on it whether it be you know direct involvement or whether it's just him refining ideas that are brought to him before the approval process or whatever right yeah I think it'll still filter through him but uh, the person who he hired is Ah, uh, Moa Lola uh, Ungalisi. Sounds Brazilian. Ooh. No, she's uh, from Laos, I believe. She's from London by way of Laos, I think it said. Uh, Lagos, sorry. London-based Lagos-born. Nigeria, then. Yeah. So That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was It's a big thing for them. So we'll see what comes of it. Next year is when we'll get the drops, right? 2021. First half, yeah. He's already taken out a massive uh, ad in, in Chicago at the store he used to work at. He covered it in, in a massive white thing, and it just says Yeezy on the Gap like logo. And it's got a handwritten note 
uh, on the side of it, just talking about what he's going to be bringing to Chicago and, and his realizing his dream. And then a bunch of Will Ferrell quotes, I believe to like, to put a stamp on it, on the end of it. But yeah, yeah I, it's don't pretty know, exciting. I don't know what to do with my hands. Why does he love quoting Will Ferrell? I don't know. It's, it's, I feel like he has these weird fascinations with like comedians like Seth Rogen and those yeah. guys, but yeah. curly hair he on too curly. at the end of it too like it's not even part of his message it's just like at the end i don't know what to do with my hands yeah, i'm really excited i don't know what to do with my hands yeah. Yeah. so we'll see what happens we'll see what the fruits of his uh of his labor are um hopefully sooner rather than later but that's it that was that was pretty much our weekend news and a pretty anticlimactic ending to uh isolation um but thank you for joining us for the past 10 episodes. I'm not going to say 10 weeks because it definitely, definitely has been 10 episodes of isolation updates. Great. Hopefully, hopefully there is no season two. But, uh, you know, if Fox has any input, <laughs> I'm sure we'll be canceled after the season. But yeah. hopefully there is no season two of isolation and we can start all this over again if we all move to Florida. Um, if not, then uh, then it's been a pleasure talking to you guys remotely. Hopefully, at some point in the near future, we'll be able to sit down and record a podcast in each other's presence again. But that'd be nice. But might be a little really while nice. away, but potentially. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to put your aunt at risk and stuff like that. Yeah, we want to. We want to be careful. We want to make sure that we're uh, we're respecting everybody's health and safety and yada yada yada. So yeah, we'll make sure that we do it at a safe time. But for now, you can still expect to hear us. But we won't be doing isolation updates anymore. We'll be a little bit more pointed with what we talk about. Um, starting next week. So I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited to get to some degree of normalcy, seeing people on their patios and drinking and, and walking and just the busyness of the city this weekend was, uh, was very strange to see after so many weeks. Yeah. Yeah, It was super strange. And some people are just acting like nothing happened. It's weird. Yeah. It's wrong. The lack of masks is, uh, is, is still very disturbing, but, um, yeah, I'm just thankful. Like when I was on the plane, there was, no one sitting next to me and they just announced that i think starting the first of july or something yeah they're removing doing, the limits there's no more there's no more uh uh like yeah shrinked or whatever smaller social di- social distance so they're gonna fully load the, the planes WestJet and air canada which is kind of weird but whatever i guess yep yeah all right oh. dudes well uh gabby we will probably see you on Friday for our Hamilton watch oh, party. Buddy, yeah, we should do something super about stoked. that. Yeah, yeah. Let's make it happen. Let's make it fun. Shane, best of luck returning to work tomorrow. Thanks. Um, for the first time in a little while. So best yeah, of luck to you. Um, Text that's me all it. Day. That's all we got this week. Text me all day. Yeah, y'all stay safe. And uh, we out here. It's been a slice. It's been a slice. Perda. Perda.